How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. Time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show. Good morning. Good morning, Lynn. Good morning, Ms. Laurie. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine, thank you. That's good. I How mean, about you? Wonderful. A couple, two, couple, two, three, many couple, things I knew you were going to say that. Um, two, birthday three, wishes quickly before I, I <laughs> dare I forget. First of all, okay. my nephew, Seamus Cadden, yes. is, um, I don't even know how old, 14, I think, today. And he, it, well, today being, we're taping, so the 26th of January, Seamus Cadden. The, also the 26th of January, Miss Donna Barbetti, oh. one of our dear friends. Yeah. And another dear friend, born on the exact same day and year, 26th of January, Miss Rose Broderick. I didn't know Donna that. and Rose, the same year, the same, everything. Isn't that amazing? I love it. So That's happy wonderful. birthday to those wonderful women and to my little nephew, Seamus. And then the 27th of January, my first son, the Christ child, was born oh. on, uh, <laughs> on January 27th, 1989. Ten days late, nine pounds, one ounce, mind you. Um, oh. He will be 28 years old. So happy birthday to my love, Thomas Joseph Foley the Fourth. Okay. And he is actually um, in uh, Europe as we speak. On a couple days, he said to me he had to go away for work, as he does. He works for Apple, so he travels. And he had to go away for two weeks to many cities in Europe. Mm-hmm. for two weeks and he said so mom I thought why am I going to travel on Saturday over my birth like it, her, his birthday's Friday but he's like am I going to travel over the weekend and so, he said so I thought eh, I'll spend the weekend in Paris oh like, can How you imagine? Lovely. It's amazing. But he did. He what the heck? He got a couple extra days. He has a friend there who, whom he met when he studied abroad yeah. uh, in college, and he's been going back and gets there often. And I was just gonna say he does spend some time. He does. He goes Paris. there a lot. He so it. he said, I figured I'll go a couple days before the work part really starts and spend some time there. That's I said, Tommy, really that's nice. like me saying I think I'll go to the Poconos for the for yeah, a couple. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, it's fun. Well, and God bless him. He does well. So good for him. And happy birthday to my boy. Um, we have to say we have a moment here where we have to pay homage mm-hmm. to the woman who inspired our song, I guess we call it that, our theme song for the radio show, Mary Tyler Moore. Oh. Her passing at age 80 is kind of one of those um, iconic moments. You know, it's uh, you think about the people that even in a, in a peripheral way made a difference in your life and... She certainly was one of the women who bridged that gap Mm -hmm. between um, a woman who has it all, so to speak, and a woman who chose to stay at home and raise children. So she's kind of like that in-between person who, you know, then as as she developed the persona of Mary Richards, 
um, that was a whole other right. character that really was memorable. But you, I know, I know that in the last couple of days we've listened to all the little excerpts from the show, Mary mm -hmm. Tyler Moore Show. And Ed Asner playing the role of her right. boss, and the things he said to her that he could never, never say, say today. Like, why does he make fifty dollars more than me? Well, he's a man. Right. I mean, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. But just everything about her, like her yes. apartment, which I loved, uh -huh. her friends, her strong women friends that she yep. working in a man's world, and she just was so. I don't know. I loved that throwing her beret up in the middle of the, uh, you know, Minneapolis. And I said to Tommy, because when he graduated, he went to Target first to work. Right. And, of course, they have that bronze statue of her there. And I said, Tommy, did you happen to run into Mary Tyler Moore? I said, go in the middle and throw your throw beret. He's like, Mom. I said, I would love to do that. I mean, she was just so one of my favorite people. Yeah. And I just loved that show. I was It was in the 70s. I was young. But I remember it so well. I remember watching it. And I loved those relationships that she formed with Rhoda and and um, uh, Phyllis with yes. and they're all still living and she was the first woman because we had Sue Ann Nivens Betty White who you, God bless her and then you had uh, Rhoda Morgenstern who's Valerie Harper mm -hmm. and um, what's her name Georgette Baxter who played I forget her name but she was Ted Baxter's yes. wife she's yes. still living yes. and then you have Cloris Leachman who yes. was um, she was wonderful just uh, how, about, how about me her name is right out of my head because I'm thinking of Cloris Chlor Phyllis yeah. And her husband's name was Lars, remember? Her, yeah. <laughs> like, so those things, just it was just so cool. I loved her. I loved her. So, Well, apparently someone else locally reached out to ask you about your thoughts um, on the passing of Mary Tyler Moore. That would be Caitlin. Is Heaney. it Heaney? Yes, she's the doll. West. She's a writer in the Lifestyles Department, and I love her. Of this grand She is times. the beautiful woman holding her son in the advertisements for the Mother's Day um, oh, photos really? right I now. Yes, Caitlin has a little boy who's beautiful, and she does beautiful writing. And I was in the uh, at the hospital just to say my mom had surgery yesterday, done by Dr. Donnie Priate, and she is doing beautifully. So I was in her hospital room, and the phone rang, and it was Caitlin, and I I didn't get it, so I called her right back. So that's and so in the interview, she talked to you about your take on Mary Tyler Moore, and you said. Um, that she, well, she quotes here, when Laurie Cadden and Lynn S. Evans started their weekly local radio program, The Laurie and Lynn Show, eight years ago, they picked the Mary Tyler Moore Show theme song as their own. And, of course, at the end it says you're going to make it after all, which is, I think, really the way we look at life, that we yeah. are going to make it. And as Laurie said here in the, in the, uh, the interview, who can't live by those words? As women, we've got to take them seriously. You want to be able to turn the world on with your smile, but you also want to make sure you're good at what you do. That show and that song just exemplifies what women were, were about. And then you went on to say that watching the show as a young girl, Miss Cadden felt hopeful about being a woman. The friendships Mary had with characters such as Rhoda and Phyllis reflected the relationships most women had, she added, and the character made being a woman cool. That's true. I think she just gave women hope about their lives, about being women, and just living your life in a woman's world, Ms. Cadden said. So, you say... Thank you for Caitlin Heaney. Yeah, for, I said to yes. her on the way down, I called her to thank her. And I said, so I'm going to return the favor and give you a little PR on our yeah. show. I'm going to talk about you and your writing. And 
It was great, but we did think of that because when we were trying to think of the appropriate um, uh, song, song instead of yeah. creating one ourselves, which we could, but I just thought that was so... Was we both did. Remember, we said yes. it's the perfect song for us to use. Yes. And another shout-out is that I got a text from Michael Brown, Mike Brown, who owns Brown's Pharmacy, and he texted me and he said, as soon as I heard she passed away, you were the first person I thought about because he listens to the show okay. all the time and loves the song. So we said, when I heard heard that I just thought of you because uh -huh. then he said and then I saw the, uh, I opened the paper and the articles there with your stuff he said so I it's it was just so appropriate and I said well I kind of think like that's how I think we what we said about the show it, it actually is in a little bit more in there about that but I mm -hmm. said we want the advice we give oh no I told Michael this the, that women are all here believing in each other and what we can do as women and that you and I are such strong supporters of that that everybody who comes here as one of our um, guest, our expert guest, guest experts are are all about Fidelity Bank and supporting women and everyone else who owns an, their own business and they're women, strong women who try to do what they can to make a difference. And I think that that she was sort of the the beginning of of you know our my age group that could look at a woman and think, oh my God, she's in a in a man's world and doing what she has to do. So yeah, she was really I think a, a breakthrough kind of role model right. for a lot of women and uh, and then i think back the in the reverse of that the success of that series on hbo mad men uh -huh. was, no it was amc amc and those women there was some very interesting characters there but that of course was i think in the 50s and 60s yeah i didn't watch that that has that's with john ham right yes yes I didn't. and see his wife and all of her friends were the women who did the country club routines and did all that kind of stuff yeah, it's just how things work but then there was another woman who was a very important character in that advertising agency and i forget her first name but anyway, she was the woman who wanted to be a copywriter. She wanted to go through all of the ranks. And she had such a struggle between wanting to be accepted as a woman doing this job and also trying to define her own femininity because she didn't have a husband. She didn't have all the other things that all the other women did. So she found herself in this in-between world where she didn't know who she was supposed to be or what she was supposed to do. And I think that Mary Tyler Moore in that role as Mary, not Mary Richards. Richards. Uh, Laura Petrie? Laura Petrie. Yeah. No, no, no. Mary, well, which, which one? Was the Mary one? Richards is her show. When she was with... Um, Oh, the theme song we're talking about. Well, yeah, about. Mary Richards. I keep thinking that was the other one. No, All right, so Mary Richards. <laughs> she was only two, one name, I know, two but names. I forget the names. So Mary Richards was kind of the transition between that you either do one or the other. Mm -hmm. And I think she did a good job of it, even though we, as we both said, you could never get away with saying some of the no, things. No, the things, oh my God. Said. You uh, just can't. But it, that show but was, it was the first terrific. Step. It, it was, was that was one of my favorite sitcoms, along with, of course, yeah. All in the Family, because I love that, which you could never get away with saying. And True. another one was um, oh, the Bob Newhart show. Both of his shows yes. I loved. So mm -hmm. the, the classic and Mash. Like those, all, they were such good. You know, who didn't love well Hot written. Lips Houlihan? You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I always wanted to be her, too. I Beside know. Mary Tyler you would Moore, have to say that. Hot Lips Houlihan was my That's your one, inspiration. So you know. <laughs> we got that one. But anyway. <laughs> so let's talk. Can we just say the big shout-out to the, the Dow? Yeah. The 20,000 points? 20,000. And Jeez. moving. And, and it's still going up. 
So, um, and I yeah, told you there was that thing. article today too, which we can't, we don't have time. But talking about Charles Dow and how this was, how he did his mathematical equation to get what the Dow means, and and that he was the co-founder of um, the. Um, Help me, I just said it. The um, Wall Street uh, Journal. Wall Street Journal, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, mm-hmm. see, I love to read those things and figure out how, I, what I don't really always get are all of these indexes like the NASDAQ and the, and the um, S&P, and then you have the, the, the Dow Jones and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, um, it's amazing how those things start and how he did it. And now, of course, they said the mathematics are so much dip more, you know, because now there's, what, 30 companies versus the 10 that he right, had? Right. So. But even more interesting at this point is that it's almost an irrelevant index. Yeah, I know. I mean, the S&P 500 has more meaning I to know. this world. But you still quote the Dow. I know. And it's like, if the Dow was 20,000? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> right. That was a good thing. Yeah. So we need to take a break now? No, I thought you had something to I read. Do. do you have I enough? Do. We have about a minute and a half. Okay, I can do it. This is a story. Melinda is a woman who thought she had it all together until her husband presented her with his decision to get a divorce after 30 years of marriage. He said he just didn't want to be married anymore. He thought he had done his duty as a provider for her and their family, and now that he was looking at retirement, he wanted to be free to do what he wanted with the rest of his life. Melinda had always envisioned their life together as retirees being full of time with their children and grandchildren, all of whom lived in warmer climates and a plane ride away. She was planning on downsizing their suburban home to a smaller home within a retirement community where there were patches of land to have gardens, mature trees to shelter the house from the hot sun and the winter snows, and plenty of trails to walk in the milder weather. She could now see that she that that was a complete fallacy and one she had created in a vacuum. They never talked about retirement or how they wanted to spend it. Apparently, he had different plans. She sheepishly asked him what those plans were and why they could not include her. He told her he had been thinking about this for some time. His business had been very successful. He had a buyer in his vice president, but he needed to stay on as part of their deal for a period of one year for the transition. After that, he wanted to start a new career in electronic engineering and move to Southern California where the opportunities were. She could see he was in no way interested in staying near family or having them be a part of the next phase of his life. After the shock wore off, she felt she had better figure out how she was going to make her life work for the next 25 to 30 years and how she would do this financially. She had no idea about their personal finances since her husband had always taken care of these things. Again, she asked him how she would be able to live if they were divorced. He told her he had planned this so that she would be able to keep the house or use those monies if she sold it to buy another place wherever she wanted. She would get half of his pension, her social security, and the investment portfolio he had. He would keep the proceeds from the sale of the business, half his pension, and his social security, and he assured her she'd be okay. Thankfully, something inside her told her not to trust this neat package, and she decided to seek some advice from a financial advisor. 
When she came to see me, I realized the nice, neat package was designed to reassure her that she was fine, but it did not account for the equitable distribution of their whole asset base. In reality, she was entitled to much more than he had calculated. So we sat down and went over the assets she did not know she had, but I discovered by reviewing their tax returns. That opened a whole new set of negotiations, which eventually allowed her to fulfill her dreams for retirement. The important moral of this story is to make sure you take responsibility for knowing what your personal finances look like before you're forced to. The end. We're going to take a short break. You're listening to Laurie and Lynn Show. We'll be right back. Here's Laurie and Lynn. everybody welcome back you're listening to laurie and lynn show i'm laurie cadden the owner of laurie cadden enterprises which is a fundraising pr and special event business and i'm lynn evans i'm the president and ceo of northeastern financial consultants we're a fee-only financial planning firm in clark summit i'm also the author of a book called power of the purse fear-free finances for baby boomer women available on amazon.com thank you So we're here. We are very excited this year because not only do we have five sponsors last year, but this year we have six guest experts, sponsors of our show. And we are thrilled, thrilled with our newest arrival, uh, Kathy Reppert, who is the owner of Truly Scrumptious. Kathy is a cake designer in the beautiful city of Kingston, Pennsylvania. And Kathy has been with us before telling her story of how she got to where she did. And again, Kathy, you're going to make it after all, baby, because (laughs) what you have have happened, and I think to start this week, if you could, Kath, let everybody know your story, how you came to um, the stuff that happened to you, which people don't like to talk about, um, but it did, and how you overcame that, um, you know, kind of punch in the gut to get to where you are today and to be doing what you want to do and expressing yourself and in many ways, but mostly through delicious cake um, and beautiful decorations. <laughs> and, oh, my God, remember the bog turtles, Kath? Oh, I How remember. How could we forget? Yes. Sean Cadden Foley's um, gra- graduation cake. Kathy made bog that. turtles all over the cake because so of the funny. mock trials That's with right. Kathy's daughter. Caroline is also and had been a member of um, um, Wyoming Seminary's mock trials, and Sean was Scranton Prep, and that year it was about uh, like an environmental case about bog turtles. I never knew what it was they were in my life, and now I, we just remember. <laughs> and one of the little ones that Kathy made with, is it made with fondant, Kathy? Yes, it yes. still sits in my it does yeah, honest to god it is in my well it's for in my phone with the pictures of it oh, okay. however no the real really? turtle that she made from the cake i took off and it proudly sits in my break front in my um in my cabinet in my dining room right where all my little trinkets are and i have the, the turtle and it is completely intact 
Well, what's and it is four years ago. <laughs> I'm just going to say, he's <laughs> graduated from yes. there. It's more than four. It's four well, and a half no, years ago. Well, no, he just graduated in May. Would have been for, This May will be five years. So. That's what I mean. Yeah. Four and a half years. Four and a half years, that sucker still <laughs> sitting And what's it made out of? Steel? No, no it's, it's how you make it. I mean, they're just... Yeah. And that stays forever, just like it, it is. No, well, it's not doing anything in my... Maybe I have... Maybe because <laughs> I, my house is like a museum and it's all environment. It's all um, it's well, climate controlled. I don't know. But it's... It, Wow. It's adorable. Oh, my God. So when I sent oh, her the picture you. of that turtle and said, can you do something that incorporates it? He, she's like, of course I can. And it's fabulous. It was fabulous. So oh, anyway, okay. Kathy, tell your story tell if you story. would. Go ahead. Tell us how you got to where you are. and Your story that you've told us before, but it bears repeating about what you did as an accountant. Believe right. this or not, she uses both sides of her brain, the accounting <laughs> side and the creative. So go ahead. That Kathy, left brain, right brain that. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, in graduate school, well, my, my undergraduate degree is in economics. I, I am a graduate of Lafayette College. And, um, and then I, um, I have an MBA in professional accounting. And I went on to um, um, attain my CPA license in Pennsylvania, which is now in trust in the Commonwealth mm-hmm. of Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's <laughs> So hopefully okay. I won't have to use it again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Stay there. <laughs> I started my career with Coopers and Lybrand in Philadelphia when it was Coopers and Lybrand. Um, and uh, over the years, I, uh, I drifted from audit into the tax department, and, and I just hated what I was doing, and I just could not find a niche anywhere. I really hated it. Um, I eventually got married, and... Um, we had Caroline, and then we moved here um, in 1999, and I started working for a very small accounting firm, and um, I was fired on uh-huh. April 15th, 2002. Now listen to the words. Uh-huh. She said it. You heard it. I was fired, and she knows the exact date. <laughs> And through adversity always comes strength. And that is why this is so important, because that was like a punch in the gut, wasn't oh, it, Kat? wasn't it ever, yeah. And what did you do? It was the best thing that could have happened to me. <laughs> the best thing. Always, and that is, yeah. And I went home, and I called my husband, and I said, Dave, I am never working in accounting again, ever. And he said, well, what happened? And I told him. He said, okay, you know, that's fine. So for a year, I looked for a job. No one would hire me. Um, God knows why. I think it was because Caroline was only seven at the time. Um, But I don't know that for sure. (laughs) Um, And after the year was up, I just... My Dave and I decided, you know, we you have to do something. I I, I couldn't stand it. I I just couldn't stand it. I'd always worked. Um, So I... um, um, When Caroline was a baby, I started taking cake decorating classes. And, uh, you know, just here and there, um, started out with Wilton, that W word. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. I took those three classes and then uh, I started going into New York, uh, took classes from Colette Peters. And I thought, you know what, I'm, and I, I, over the years I had done cakes for friends and family and I thought, you know what, I'm going to try this. If I fail, I fail, but I'm going to try. So I founded Truly Scrumptious, Caroline, my daughter, um, Gave the name to the business. Did she? I didn't know, I didn't know that either, and I yeah. love the name. Yeah, <laughs> truly scrumptious. Okay. And uh, started in my house in 2003, September of 2003, and um, look where you are today. And where there. are you today? Um, I'm. Cur- um, my husband and I purchased a commercial building on Wyoming Avenue in Kingston, 
and uh, so I'm doing business out of there. We do everything in-house. Uh, we bake the cakes from scratch. We do all the artwork. Um, everything's done there. And you even deliver the cakes. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, and that's Absolutely. the scariest part, That is isn't scary. It? <laughs> yeah. You know those commercials you see when they're trying to carry it and they get it to the table and it's perfect and then the table falls? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and the cake goes, I, I think, like, come on, every time yeah, I see that. Every time I see anything with cake, do I think, yeah. oh, my God. I can't but, tell you. And we have this... Um, uh, I don't even know what to call it, this toolbox. And in the toolbox, we have these shims. We have all kinds of things because you can't believe in these upscale places that the cake tables that rock oh and God. are in, that are unstable. So Dave has these tools and sometimes <laughs> he has to go see. under the table and <laughs> tighten the legs and it's crazy. And yeah. um, so we, we come prepared. <laughs> well, how do you get, do you ever worry about, I'm sure you do, but how do you get the cake from where you've made it in the kitchen out to the you've a van right uh well we have an suv okay so you get it from there to the suv Mm -hmm. then from the suv into the place right that's where i think all the mischief can occur (laughs) so how do you how do you make sure that you do you have any kind of special uh, type of, of caddies or something that you use to get them in and out? Well, the, the cakes are, um, they have lots and lots of dowels in them mm-hmm. to give it um, strength. strength. Yeah. Okay. So it holds up the tier above it. Yeah. Um, then we have one large dowel that goes all the way through the entire cake and um, into the cake board so okay. that the cake doesn't shimmy when okay. you're driving. And um, and then we put the uh, well, and then we we refrigerate the cake overnight, so that also cements it almost. Yes. Yeah. And uh, we use corrugated boxes. Um, we put the cake in the corrugated box. Well, um, you, we so then have, you just lift that up and put it onto something, or well, somebody physically carry it out to the SUV. Sometimes it's too heavy, and yeah. so we have. My husband works for Intermetro Industries, and um, we're lucky to have their metal carts, and mm-hmm. we put the cart right next to right next cake. to the refrigerator, and we mm-hmm. kind of slide the cake from the refrigerator onto the cart, wheel the cart to the SUV, and then slide it off the cart. So you have a ramp or something on the side? How do you get from the, <laughs> the inside out to the yeah, SUV? You just go right out. Yeah, you just you? go. We just go right out. Yeah, right out the door. Yeah. Okay. We uh-huh. have two doors and mm-hmm. uh, okay. right out of the kitchen. And then what do you find when you get to the location? I you mean, never a lot Yes. You have all kinds of craziness. You, so do you have to go scope it out before you yes. deliver it? Yes. Okay. And, and, right. and I don't have to do that anymore because I, I'm now pretty you know. familiar with, with the venues in the area. Yeah. Um, but uh, make sure there's a ramp, make sure someone's there to hold the door open. And, and uh, so has anything ever happened where you've lost a cake like that? Please <laughs> tell me no. No. No, no, you no. could Good. never. Good. You, you know what? <laughs> Bottom line is, I'm not. I've been doing this stuff myself, so I not cake. I mean, being in this business of event planning and yes. stuff, and um, having done so much at the cultural center before I started my own business, and the people would who would come in and Kathy's done. I mean, God knows when Kathy gets my call, it's always like, Kath, yeah. <laughs> I have an opportunity. Uh-huh. Do you want to do it? Yeah. And she has made, and I mean, beautiful things. But for the hundred. 50th anniversary for the city of Scranton for Bob uh, Bill um, Bob Courtwright's um, his inaugural party at the Scranton Cultural Center she did the um, city hall 
Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, and then the Coleman Foundation and many, many things that I'll say, Kathy, this is so good for, you know, you, your business, for you, the recognition to see it. And then she has the sheet cake, cakes yeah. that she will give out to, for to have the and the sheet cakes taste like heaven <laughs> anyway. So oh, it, it's like it's perfect. But no, they are so skilled, Lynn, that, they, that when you walk in there and you they that's it's it's becomes almost just like anybody else's business second second nature you just put it right in and, and you do what you have to do and they're gingerly put that you, you set it up but really Kath it's it's kind of like old hat in a way is it? you know what to do I mean no you you have the business for so long you know what you're, you how to do it we do but I never take take it for granted I, never no, and you I'm can't. only I'm only as good as the last cake exactly. that we delivered <laughs> that's the truth so I never that's ever good. ever yep. take it for granted because yeah. you never know yeah because people say that's I say that all the time line. I'm only as good as my last event that's you know really that's what it's true because that's what you're you're looking at but the yes. taste and what and your ability oh, to do you. it Kathy is just thank you. it's it's unbelievable. Tell everybody, too, how, the, like, because we have about a minute left. Say how they can get in touch with you and uh, then go from there. Um, we're, uh, we're on Facebook. Um, truly Scrumptious Kingston, Pennsylvania. My website is eatcakefirst.com. <laughs> Can't forget and that. And you can reach us at um, 283-CAKE, uh, 283-2253. Um, and we're located at 271 Wyoming Avenue, Kingston. So remember and that 283 cake. Mm-hmm. And I also wanted to let people know that we are hiring. We're looking for full-time, part-time employees. Um, we're expanding. And um, two interns as well. Wow. So please send your resume to, uh, to my website. And um, say that again, eat cake eat cake first. first dot com. Yeah, I love it. it Wonderful and, thought. I, and I love it. And when Kathy leaves, when I call her on her cell phone, she leaves her message. She goes, and remember, to eat cake first. <laughs> yeah. So it's always perfect. So, Kathy, thank you so much for joining oh, us. Thank you for having me. Well, you're you. thrilled. Thank you very much. And welcome aboard. We'll see you. you next month with more tips. But that's Kathy's story, and it's so important. You know, just you're going to make it after all. We'll be oh. right back. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. Here's Laurie and Lynn. everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to Laurie and Lynn Show. I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And my name is Lynn Evans. I am the president and CEO of Northeastern Financial Consultants. We're a fee-only financial planning firm in Clark Summit. I'm also the author of a book called Power of the Purse, Fear-Free Finances for Baby Boomer Women, available on Amazon.com. And we have our second guest expert with us this morning, and she is from Fidelity Bank. And I didn't even ask Trish what your your title is because I forget. No problem. I'm you just keep moving. The up. master of many things. <laughs> um, retail branch manager is there my actual go. official title. Okay, good. So, what are you going to tell us about today? I am going to talk today about the advantages of doing your banking online versus staying standing and waiting in line Yay. at the branches. Mm. This is good. It is good. And you guys are getting better and better at this, aren't you? Yes. I mean, everybody our, who comes yes. every month. It's our visibility in terms of the on-the-go banking because, you know, let's face it, how many of you in this room 
do your banking on the phone. I mean, you can't get to the bank. You mm -hmm. t Most people today work the same hours the branches are open. And the challenge becomes, how am I going to get this check to deposit into my account? How am I going to get my money efficiently? How am I going to keep track of my finances? Um, there's obviously a purpose to have branch locations in terms of closing loans, making deals, uh, cashing checks. It also depends on the demographic of age of customer that we know we love our seniors who come in and that's their out. They yes. love to come to the branch. They want to come and talk to you. you have to eat the cookies. They want to eat those delicious cookies yeah. and make sure that nobody in line is watching them with their Ziploc bag, take <laughs> an extra one or two with them because clearly that, that is happens. okay to do yeah. and we appreciate that oh, and we always kidding? laugh about it. Oh, it hey, it's dessert the on the go. They want to do their they won't do their banking on the go, but they'll take the dessert to go and that's fine. Oh, that's funny. It. it is. But it's definitely a challenge for some that, you know, we constantly hear, you know what, I just didn't have the time to get to the bank and how do I best track my account? So that's where we come in at the branch level to educate and provide that education to them and let them know what we have, what channels they have. Um, you know, we can, you can do your banking anytime, anywhere. You can be on your lunch break at work and you can view your account online simply by downloading our application. Uh, that's how most people do their banking today. Yeah. Uh, they want those mobile functions. They want to be able to make those transfers, deposit a check that they could be, you know, eating their lunch. They're doing their banking at the same time without having to take half of their lunch hour coming into the bank. Uh, we have some great opportunities currently going on. Nice little sweepstakes promotion where you could Enter to win a nice George, uh, I'm sorry, a Coleman grill, the standalone like a tailgate grill. Mm -hmm. It's very nice. Yeah. And we've even had our very own CEO, Dan Santanello, cook for us at the Hudson <laughs> oh, Branch location. He does not mind rolling up his sleeves no, and cooking doesn't. for for his <laughs> team of employees at the branches. So a uh, great opportunity. Um, in Pittston, obviously, we're celebrating our one-year, six-month anniversary oh, in our beautiful building in yay. Pittston, right on Kennedy Boulevard. Um, uh, we're celebrating many things in Pittston, actually. Uh, my favorite time of the year, St. Patrick's Parade Day, yes. coming very soon, March 4th. Um, it's a oh, great opportunity. To, it is, and they usually do that because they don't want to interfere with the Scranton Parade yes. and oh, Wilkes-Barre oh, Parade as well. Is mm -hmm. this the third or fourth Fourth, year? fourth annual. Year. Okay. Okay. Fourth yeah. annual parade. It's fun. I love it. Second annual Leprechaun Loop. The Leprechaun Loop is a one-mile walk-run uh, that obviously encourages wellness and good health. Yeah. Uh, they have a, a mass first. How the whole parade kicks off is they have a 9 o'clock mass at St. John the Evangelist Church. Then at 9.30 starts the Leprechaun Loop, and then the parade starting at about 12 o'clock. So it's a great time for the downtown, obviously the businesses. And the encouragement, obviously, is to stay, stay safe, drink safe, mm -hmm. and celebrate in a safe manner. And if you have not been downtown Pittston, it is just obviously such a revitalization that they've undergone over the past, uh, the better half of the last three to four years. Mm -hmm. um, and when the branch had opened, we were just an integral piece of the revitalization that had occurred. Uh, it was a great time for us, obviously, to increase our visibility and our enhancement in the downtown area. And I couldn't be happier to be back downtown. Um, obviously, being in a community bank, you know, Fidelity has been around for over 114 years. Uh, we're celebrating our 114th year this year. And with that being said, people from your local community love to know you live and work in yes. the community mm -hmm. you're in. Yep. And I've been with the bank for over 11 years. I'm celebrating my 11th year this year. And the community is very uh, tight-knit. You know, you want to be visible in terms of networking, your socialization, um, being a visible face in the community and having that presence there. So obviously the branch will always remain, but it's those uh, mobile functions in terms of doing your banking and how to best... Uh, 
create that visibility and enhancing features um, is what is important to us. So we have channels such as online banking, we have mobile deposit, um, you could pay bills through a web bill pay feature. So there's so many features and so many different variations of how you could best do your banking when we're not open. Uh, we have applications available for tablet usage, for your cell phone usage, and obviously your, your home PC um, to create that strong visibility and sense of the bank is not the bank branch locations may not be open 24 7 but certainly you could continue to do your banking and utilize those enhanced skills through your technology 24 hours a day it's amazing yeah what it's come to really when you think about it the only piece of that that i really wish they would do is to allow us to do it with our business accounts online Oh, very exciting news, because by second quarter this year, we're hoping by April, we have that process rolled out 100%. So huge celebration on that. You will be able to uh, view your accounts online, make transfers online, as well as pay your bills online. Fabulous. And deposit checks. Love it. Right from your phone. Love it. That's great. So it doesn't get much better than that. Before you leave today, my darling, you're going to help me do something on my app to get my check thing. I, if I could help my mother. Oh, you don't know. Oh, you figure can't. out her banking online. I could help. Do anybody anyone. good because right, I'm like good. I don't know how you do that. I was with Dan the one day. I'm like Dan. We were at a, just finishing a board meeting. I said, put. Gin, he goes here. You just do this. I said that's all I do. Well, no, you have to. Okay, I'm getting someone else to help me. And I'll have to help you. I know. I know all of our listeners can't see it, but no. I'll have to get you one of these fun oh, yeah. oh, pieces I want one. of information. I want one. It is a debit card holder that will help protect uh, the strip on your debit card not only but for the ease and convenience everyone knows where their phone is at all times and if you're anything like me ladies who go digging through your purse looking for your card that's typically wrapped in a receipt that you can't find Uh now you have it right in your back pocket i love those and they do not come nothing falls out of those things it doesn't you could keep business cards in here honestly it is a great money if they're going in somewhere because you have it Mm -hmm. yeah they're great and where do you get those oh you can get them through me, All right, I would be happy baby. to give you. There we go. Well, Love we better them. tell everybody. I, I realized I forgot to say her last name, Trish oh, I'm Curley. Sorry. Yes, Trish I Curley. Said Trish, but uh, we know who you are. But the people who are listening don't know. Mm-hmm. They so, don't. So I'm How, Trish Curley. I'm yes. retail branch manager of the Fidelity Bank Pittston, Pittston location, yeah. located at 225 Kennedy Boulevard, right across from Domino's, in between the post office mm-hmm. and the YMCA. So yeah, if people are looking nice view with the bridge for there. those little things, Beautiful they can come and ask you about. They them? can come and see me because. Because they are a handy tool they they really are. to help support your on-the-go banking. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> but I, what I also love, too, if you notice what Trish was saying, I and it's very important to me because I started my career as a banker, and and I learned a lot of that, that the, the, the fact that the banks are so involved in the community is so important, um, and you guys being the community bank that mm-hmm. you are, to have that, like, you just rattled off everything there was about that parade, and that's a volunteer position mm-hmm. and that's an involvement that you guys want to make because you're right people the the stuff going on and we say this all the time um Pittston should be paying us royalties for this they, they talk about it all the time mm-hmm. how wonderful they the that city it is. is doing and i really know someone who is involved well, yeah in I, I know some guy named joe moscovitz <laughs> oh, down there joe. You know, joe. oh joe yeah. So we have to give a big shout out to Mr. Moskovitz, but um, he, he's my almost brother-in-law, I say, you know, yes. 
Well, you know, you say that. Mm-hmm. I call him it anyway. He, he's yeah, lucky do. for that. I <laughs> tell him he's one that lucky SOB for that having that oh, distinction. But it really, oh. I mean, he's the city manager, mm-hmm. and there's a lot going on with so many people. I mean, it, it it happens as a, as a community, and mm-hmm. you get to where you are, and where it's come from. I mean, it truly, takes everything a village. about it does. It does. But mm-hmm. when you see those figurines the, uh, going across the street, and and one of my favorite places in the world is Palazzo Palazzo Fifty Three. <sighs> I love it, Sharon. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's Beth is wonderful. So yes. and Sharon at the, you know, you can't. Everything about it is great. It that is. tomato. You cafe, honestly walk. You just drive downtown Main Street in Pittston, and you feel like you are in a big city. The the visibility that they've promoted. How we promote our own businesses yes. too that yes. you know you want to you want to shop local spend local you want to bank local as well mm-hmm. um, but f- where fidelity really sets herself apart i mean we, you, we look in our backyard and there are four other banks yes. right across the street but we're the people that are in those buildings are what represents fidelity mm-hmm. uh, you know very involved in the community the bank pays us for community volunteer yes. hours because that's an integral piece of what we do that we're not just representing you know the bank itself but we are in the community being visible being active and pro Proactive and looking for opportunities, advertising for our own customers. You know, we want we encourage the utilization of our own current client base for anything that we could possibly use. Mm-hmm. And what's the name of that Italian place, like the equivalent of Catalano's and Westside and Domas and Dunmore? Is it Sabatelle or something? What's oh, Sabatelli's Market. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. I've never been there yet. I have to go. Oh, it's But wonderful. when you go by and you see it, it, it that's what it reminds It's just like a Catalano's or a mm-hmm. Domas, and mm-hmm. and I, that's the Pittston equivalent. And I, did you, have you ever been, Kath? No. I just, I it, it just looks fabulous. It is. It is. There are many local businesses there that have been, you know, again, very successful because of their people, Mm -hmm. you know, the owners, that they're small businesses. I came from a small business family. My parents always encouraged the usage of go to your small business. You're helping put their children through college. They're going to know you by your first name. You're going to pay maybe a quarter more, but what's that quarter to you for that personalization, that knowledge, the education that they have? That's what's meaningful. And for for me, I've taken that into my own professional career. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's important, but I just love everything that um, is that the bank looks to do and involve themselves because I, I there is no better way than to be part of a community than volunteer and get out there and know what's going on. And it truly no does. Way. It's a feel. It feels good yeah. too. That oh, yeah. you're not just doing it. It's you know I, I look at this that if you're looking to go to work and you classify it as work you're not in the right place you have to enjoy what you do absolutely you know make your best foot put your best foot forward that I love volunteering I love my client base I mean honestly I probably know more about my customers than I do my own family at times (laughs) but that's that's what again sets us apart from our competition so thank you for the opportunity again to be here today thank you for the cookies and and we also have to say baking and banking go hand in hand yes they do and see there's the other one over there the other bank I know bake you can get your cookies from me, but make sure you get your, your cakes, cakes from Truly Scrooge. <laughs> okay. okay. So, and also, we have to say, if you guys can't see Trish here, but if you could see the entire conversation we had, yeah. she did not lose her smile. Did you notice that? Yes. Mm-hmm. She truly means what she's saying about being so involved in liking, loving all your job. That. No different than than Miss Reppert feels. Yes. Again, you do what you love. And no different than you and I, Lynn. We love what we do here, right? We We've do been doing indeed. it beginning of our eighth year. And again, once to, just to say thank you to Fidelity Bank, thank to you. Trish, and to Kathy from Truly Scrumptious. Um, remember to eat cake first at Miss for Miss Reppert. And Fidelity That's Bank, how can they get in touch deal. with you, Trish? You can get in touch with me by calling me at 570. 570- 
3-0-9-0-8-0-1-0-4, or you can email me at trish.curly at fddbank.com. There we go. Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. So, Lynn, have a good weekend. You too. Okay, everybody, be safe out there, and uh, we'll, we'll see you soon. Please be nice, and remember, you're going to make it after all. Bye-bye. Bye. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.